Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go. So come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast. Impulse, we're going to talk about something a little off, a little, a little off, right? It's a little bit different than off. what we've done in the <laughs> off. We're going to talk about something a little bit different than before. That's, that's perfect. This is actually, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want to do. I want it to be just like this, right? Like the whole time. And uh, we, we, we've, we've mentioned that we have a billion things to talk about, right? But, the, but today we're going to dive a little bit into what this is, what, what is growing up? What does it mean to grow up with something we've heard? Our whole lives. It's going to be the shortest podcast we've ever done. I know, because we don't know. We have no experience. I have zero clue what it it means to grow up. You, this is, you can admit it, right? Growing up as kids, that's what we hear. Would you grow up or whatever? Mm. What does it mean to grow up? I know I've probably said it at some point to who my kids or whatever, but uh, it means something different to everybody. Yeah, thinking about it, um, as parents, you're just like, get frustrated at your kids sometime for being kids, you know, Mm. and making messes and and not uh, throwing their they're trash away, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And you're just like, grow up, would you? Yeah. And then, and then they grow up and you're like, can you go back to being a cute little kid? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. And, um, I think that we, we kind of had similar experiences growing up in the mm-hmm. fact that we almost were put in a space where we had to mature rather quickly. Yeah. Right. I agree. I mean, for me, I had two working parents that, uh, you know, my mom would, would work late. Sometimes my dad would be not even in the same state mm-hmm. for week or weeks on end. And so, you know, I'd get home from school and it was, it was just me, you know, like when I was, you know, of age to be home alone and yeah, I'd come home and get myself my snacks and take, take care of my homework and do all that stuff. And just kind of like wait for my mom to get home. And, and I tried to do as much as I could to help out because when you see your parents working that hard, you almost feel that responsibility even at a young age yeah. to make sure that I'm helping with chores and doing the dishes and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. And I know that you kind of have a similar story. I yeah, remember. I think so. And I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that like, and I, I, I'm not going to always go back to the number three, but it seems to be pretty powerful in my opinion is that there's like three different stages and I'm, and I'm going somewhere with this cause you're right. I'm gonna tell you about my experience, but I'm okay. going somewhere with this. I feel like there's three different stages to growing up, if you will. Right. The first one is where you are absolutely dependent. You, Mm -hmm. somebody has to clothe you. Somebody is feeding you. Somebody is giving you shelter. And that's, that's like the first stage. And then you go into a zone to where you are independent. You're doing it yourself, right? You're clothing yourself, you're sheltering yourself. And then you get to a point where you're now providing it for others, right? It doesn't even have to be your kids, but you're providing it for others. Mm -hmm. And I think that you're right. Like I, my, I have two older brothers and they're a lot older than me to the point to where apparently I'm considered to be an only child. And so it was, it was a very similar energy to where I would come home and, you know, do my own thing or whatever. But I remember at a very young age, really, really wanting to be independent and, and yeah. seeing my brothers, like, like I always looked up to them and I just wanted to be as cool as they were. And I wanted to be able to do the things And I'm not going to, they're eight, nine years older than I am. Right. And so mm-hmm. when you are, five or six, that's a really, really big difference. Yeah. And I remember in around uh, somewhere in junior high or no, 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 like sixth or seventh grade or something, whatever, right? I, it became pretty evident that money was a, kind of a big deal. Like in regards to, we were, it wasn't like we, I went hungry, but money was scarce or whatever. And there was, it, it was a stressor on, on the family. And mm-hmm. I knew that. So I wanted to do my part. And I remember <laughs> this was back when there was still recess. Remember recess in school? <laughs> we still had recess. And I remember I worked out a deal with, um, 
the cafeteria at my school to where if I would duck out of class early and go work in the cafe um, and serve all my friends and everything. And then I would get my lunches for free. And I did the math. I'm like, this is how much I'm contributing back to my family. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was like my desire to like be part of the solution or become, you know, uh, independent and say, look what I can do or whatever. But it got to a point to where I was so fast to become independent uh, that I sort of lost sight of what it was to be a, a child. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I worked very, very hard for everything I had and everything. We've, we've discussed that to death, but I lost what it was to be a child. And I think that's why even at this age I'm at now, there's still a lot of child in me. Because uh, I, it ne I never really got closure. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that's yeah. why, you know what I mean? It's weird. I, maybe I'm, I'm psychoanalyzing myself. I gotta go talk to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I, I kind of feel like the same way. Like I never did lose that. Um, and then thinking about like how you broke it down into like what you consider three different phases of growing up. Sometimes I wonder if I've even gotten to the third one. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, have I gotten to the stage where I'm doing a proper job being a, a provider, you know, being a, a parent, you know, you, I, I think you are, I'm, I, I'm I think, I think maybe, are. maybe it's a common thing where all parents might feel that. And like we talked about imposter syndrome yeah. last week, maybe, maybe being a parent also comes with some imposter syndrome where you're always wondering if you're doing a good enough job. Oh, but, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Going back to going back to early age, like those days, it seemed like a different time because I remember being okay with, or my parents even being okay with me doing things that today I would kind of freak out about if my kids did. Oh, yes. right. Like if my kids were like, you know, at the age of 10, I'm going to get on a bike and, and, and go with my friends to the corner store a couple miles away and get slushies or whatever. Like I'd be like, uh, I don't want you to get hit by a car. Uh, take your yeah. phone. Yeah. I'm going to track you. Actually, I'm just going to drive next to you the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be okay with it where, where my parents were just like, go, go live life, go learn. You know, yes, it might be a little bit dangerous and you might, you might crash your bike or whatever. You, you hopefully not die, but yeah. you know, they, they allowed me to kind of like spread my wings and uh, learn and mature and, I feel like maybe I did mature to that from that first stage, to that second stage a lot faster than what we, what we may be witnessing right. today with our own kids. I think so. I think, yeah, we're so inclined to shelter them on a, on an elevated level. And, and I'm, and I'm not suggesting by any means that my parents, you know, that they didn't, you know, they, they massively loved me. They were very supportive. They were great parents, mm -hmm. you know, and they, but they didn't have also the technology that we have to do the True. tracking and stuff like that. So we're obsessed with it. Right. I, my friends and I would go to like construction sites when we were young kids and set up jumps with like in there's wood and dirt and nails, nails and yeah. rock. <laughs> and we would set up jumps and do our, you know, jump with our bikes and everything. Mm -hmm. And a buddy of mine, were just talking about this texting the other day about this memory where I did the jump and he was right behind me. And uh, I went, I must've got like, dude, I jumped like 50 feet in the air. It was like probably a foot and a half, but I lost control and I ate it. And I, when I came down, I smashed my face on the, and the dirt and rocks and everything, right? Like all that force from being up in the air, my face hit Well, he was right behind me. And then he landed on my head, oh, right? So I went gah, gah, like twice and the amount of dirt and blood was just unreal. Ugh. And I came home and I cleaned myself up and I dealt with my scabs and everything. And I moved on with life. Yeah. And I would like, if I saw my kids doing that, I'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know that, but that's because it, the, here's the irony. I would be like, would you grow up? <laughs> you know I mean? But that's, that's part of it. That's yeah. part of the growing up journey. And I think that we've mistaken growing up with becoming 
boring, um, just doing the, the eight to five and, and just kind of, you know, we, you and I, since I refuse to grow up, in fact, I asked my wife this morning, cause I like to get other people's take on this. What is growing up to you? I asked her, she's like, I don't know. I never did, <laughs> which I thought was a, a pretty fantastic response yeah. because I, when I think of grownups, I think of her, you know, and, yeah. uh, I, for some reason, refuse to grow up all the way in the traditional sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. This is an apropos discussion for us because we, we, part of our lives is playing games. You know, we play yeah. games, but there's a lot of work that goes into it. But when you and I work together at a very professional place, <laughs> the, the pranks. <laughs> oh, I know where this is going. Yeah, the, bra- the pranks. Uh, like, I, I was like, okay, I'm working this job. I'm an official adult now. I'm making good money. I'm providing. I'm in that third phase, but I really missed the first one. And I just want, I want to, yeah. I want to do stuff where I'm just going to always hang on to my youth or whatever. And I was always pulling pranks on you and you were too. You it, the same. Yeah. I mean, mind you, we're in like this office space with just a <laughs> sea of cubicles <laughs> filled with people that are all in that third phase. Yeah, like well of, into it. Uh, yeah. yeah. And here we are, you know, 20 something coming in and not willing to move right out of that right. kid's stage and um yeah yeah we'd we'd get we'd get pretty rowdy especially you um you like to push my buttons i do yeah not liked still do still do yeah you still do i remember i remember one time you you did something that uh did set me over the edge oh. a little bit i had that cube neighbor who was well into his third phase. Maybe if there was a fourth There's one. There's a fourth one. He would be there. Grumpy uh, old man. Grumpy old man face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was there. He absolutely hated life. And so, yeah, every day I'd have to listen to him on the phone, just, you know, arguing with wife and kids. And, and just, being, you, you and could tell he was, was nasty. You too. could tell he was, yeah, he was nasty. He was a miserable human being. Yeah. And um, he did not like the fact that he had two like kids screwing around yeah. in the cube. We got our, we did our work, but we also had to, yeah. I did my work. You did too. But I, but we had to, I had to, we had to stay young. I was too, I was, we were fast tracking into oh, grumpy manhood. I, I don't want to be there. I think the story that comes to mind was the day I was actually trying to do my work <laughs> and uh, you wouldn't let me. You remember where, you remember that went down? <laughs> yeah. I saw so you were doing your work and you were so, engrossed in your work it was bothering me i think and i'm like mm. i gotta mess i gotta break him out of this i miss my buddy and uh i brought in a cup of water and i decided i'm just gonna pour it on your head but i wasn't planning on dumping it i was just right. gonna go just a drop by drop just you know just out of your head i just wanted to do that and i'm doing this but boy had you had enough and so I was doing this and you spun around and I remember seeing in your eyes like oh today was the wrong way to do this like you <laughs> you, you were um I guess I didn't pick up on the fact that whatever was going on in your work was not going well in that moment. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't, wasn't in the mood for your shenanigans. I picked day. a bad point yeah. and you spun around and your intention, which I would have deserved every bit of it was you're yeah. going to knock that water into my yeah. face. That, that was the hope, you know, yeah. smack the cup, have it just go splash right, right <laughs> was, into your yeah. face. That's what you wanted to do. And when you did it, you got nothing but cup. I remember you not, you never touched my hand. You should have hit my hand, but you hit. That was like straight. That was like was, a, I was like a ninja. It, well, day. you were, dude. The cup just <laughs> vanished to where I was like this, and and I and, and I'm holding the cup in front of me, and you just whip your arm, and it wasn't like you. My arm didn't move. The cup was just missing all of a sudden, yeah. and I was like, oh. And I realized there was still a lot of water in that cup. And I'm like, where is it? Why am I dry? And I'm just. And then I hear this whoosh on the other side in the grumpy man's cube, and I hear him go. Just I can't even. I don't want to. You can't. I'm not to bleep it if I say what he said. Yeah. 
<laughs> he was excited to keep it PG there. Yeah. So can't repeat what he said, but yeah. uh, it, it was there was yeah. Uh, it, it ended with. Do you guys even work here? Yeah, I yeah. remember that one. Yeah. After bleep, bleep, bleep. You, uh, do you kids even work yeah. here? Yeah. Oh, do you kids? That's yeah. right. He threw in the kids. Yeah. That's right. You kids even work here? Yeah. And I was, was and I was just like, okay, you know what? And that that is, you know, since I like to dance in all the different stages of growing up, I'm like, it's time to go into the last one. I'm yeah. like, that's on me. That's my fault. I'll come clean that up. And yeah. I went over and I got water all over his cube and i cleaned up everything i cleaned it up and i apologized to him because at the end of the day he was he was a miserable dude but i don't want to make it worse i like i i I found no pleasure in that there was it's funny now but at the moment it wasn't like i was trying to hide my laughter it was like man this guy's already miserable and that was bad that was really bad i felt i felt bad yeah (laughs) yeah it was interesting how much that showed everyone's character in that situation yeah um you know, because there was another party there that that fled, um, <laughs> and then and then I basically just tried to disappear as well, but without moving. I just stayed silent in my seat and didn't yeah. want to be acknowledged at all as being part of it. And you you stepped up and took care of it. You, yeah, you cleaned up. Even though I was the one that hit it, yeah, but, I, I probably but, should have been the one to own it because I'm the no, one. No, I disagree. I disagree, and that's why I stepped in front of it because I was like, I, I knew that you were the one that hit it, but in my in my opinion at that like even in that very moment i'm like yeah he has nothing impulse has nothing to do with this you know what i mean i i brought all of this on and so i it was like i it's it's a weird dynamic when you you know you don't want to grow all the way up but sometimes you have to suffer the consequences of you know not going all the way and in that moment as soon as i realized that this is a this was a dude that it was like first of all this is a guy who is grumpy enough to go to HR. This is a guy that could yeah. actually end up costing us That's our jobs. Job, yeah. Right. And so I'm like, I'm getting right in front of this. That's my fault. I'm coming over. I'm cleaning it right now. Um, I, if you stood up and said, sorry, or actually you, you did say, sorry, I said sorry. Yeah. you did. And I said, no, that, that's right. You said, sorry. And I, and I said, no, 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 that's my fault. That's my fault. I, and I'm coming over and cleaning it. And, uh, you're right. The third party was just a silhouette of, <laughs> of dust particle. And I know you're listening, buddy. And I love you, but yeah. you know that, that, yeah, we'll leave your name out of it. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that was, was funny. But I went over and what's funny is when I went over and I conducted myself in the most grown up fashion, if you would, right. Just humility. And not, and I apologized to him. I'm like, Hey man, I was just messing with my buddy and we had no intention of this coming over here. It really softened his mood to the point to where when I was done cleaning up and I apologized again, he said, thank you. And it was very, very soft. He was no longer irritated. Mm. Like it was a, an interesting thing where I was like, I'm kind of having a moment with this guy who is just sort of this separated fourth stage, super grumpy, miserable dude. I'm having this like moment where I want to, I almost said, why don't you come to lunch with us? I can, yeah. I, I can save you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe part of, maybe part of it for him was that the, the grumpiness was brought on by jealousy of hearing us having fun. Yes. How are they smiling and laughing at right. work? We were supposed to be miserable right. here. And I'm like, no, you're not supposed to be miserable at work. I don't, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will say there is a lot of merit in suffering with work when you're young. And in the reason, so my, my wife and I went to have breakfast last week where my daughter's um, working temporarily until she goes back to, to New York to go to school and she's working and she's like, I don't want to be here. You know, she came over to us. I just want to go home right now. I'm like, I understand. And then I said to my wife, I said, you know, there's value here. Because you need to understand that it's, so if you work hard up in the beginning, <clears throat> you can set yourself up for something much better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so the types of shenanigans you and I were doing in the cubes, 
you can't do that uh, in a lot of jobs. You can't, you yeah. can't, you shouldn't be doing it where we were at, <laughs> but we have a skill set that was desired and, yeah. and a company that invested in us. And there's some wiggle room there, you know, you mm-hmm. can, so I, he felt like you're supposed to be miserable at work. That's we're at work. You're not supposed to smile. You're not supposed to laugh. I disagree. I'm always looking for opportunities to enjoy myself. You know what I mean? Not, I mean, to an extent, <laughs> to an extent, I, 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 I know I'm dominating the conversation right now, but I had a moment where I was supposed to get, 360 feedback uh, from um, a high up person. And I went to my boss's boss and 360 is, is basically you're asking very honest questions. And then you got to report back to your manager. You know, how did your interview go? Mm-hmm. So I went to my boss's boss, who was the head of the entire organization. And I said, what is it? You know, I had a list of questions and I said, what is one thing that, um, and I, I didn't make the questions. They're part of it. What is it that you think I'm really good at? I barely got that sentence out. I barely got it. He was, his first word was over top of my last word of the question. He said, screwing around. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, and, and it was really funny. And then he even laughed and, and he goes, and he goes, here's the deal. He goes, it, your best quality is screwing around. And he goes, but the reason it's a problem with you, he goes, because people just do what you do. And that, which was really like interesting. He goes, you affect more people than you realize. Your sphere, your sphere of influence is unintentional, but people just... He goes, so I would like to see you use that in a more productive way. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically saying that because people see you screwing around, they, they were like, oh, if it's cool for him to do it, they, they felt like they could yes. screw around too, yes. but they weren't doing it in a way that was productive where you could right. balance. Right. Yeah. And I learned a lot that day. I did. And that was, and in the best part is that wasn't the first time that it happened back in high school when I was a, 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 in gymnastics, I used to be a gymnast in, in high school and uh, our coach says tomorrow i'm not going to be here we're like come on he's like so you guys are going to be with with the girls and they're going to be doing like aerobics and we're like what you know we were just like oh, we're not doing aerobics like this was the the guys you know gymnastics yeah. class and we were kind of a rowdy bunch and um he's like and i don't want any shenanigans scares i'm looking at you i'm like what are you looking at me for you know what i mean i was like what are you talking about we're all crazy and the next day comes and we're with the girls and we're doing you know aerobics and i'm like i don't want to i don't want to do aerobics so I'm, I'm eyeballing the ropes, right? The ropes go up two stories. We had to climb them every day or whatever. And I'm looking at the ropes and I'm like, and I just yell in the middle of the class. I'm all, forget it. There is no tomorrow. And I go <laughs> running through the class and I jump on the rope and I just swing like a monkey, Tarzan. right? And as I'm doing that, I'm going up in the air and I turn back and there's like 12 kids running after <laughs> me and they start, we all just blow uh, up, right? And then uh, we just had the best time. And uh, well, there was a tomorrow. And the next day we're walking to class like it's the green mile. And I was just like, dude, I don't want to go to class. Coach is going to be so mad. So we just kind of get in there and coach walks in and he's quiet. And he's just like pulls out this list and he just starts naming names. And I'm like, oh, no. And he's not naming my name. He just gets through a big old list of names. And he and, he, and once he does gets through the whole list, my name wasn't on there. Oh. And, he, and he goes, 10 up downs. And up downs are where in gymnastics up downs is where you're standing, you jump and you dive into a handstand, roll down and then pop back up. Right. 10 up downs. I'm like, I just got away for that. He's all skiz. I'm all, he's all hundred up downs. I'm oh. like, what? And I was like, well, hundred. I'm like, why do I get more? He's like, because you're the ringleader. And he was just like, and I'm like, oh, come on. And yeah. he said he was there and he counted every single one of them. Oh it was a gosh. long class. I had a time when I was about 10 years old. And my dad was working out of town and I went to visit him and he worked at a ready mix plant. And uh, so I went to visit him because he was always out of town working there. I wanted to see him. I was on like a spring break or something or maybe summer break. So I went there and I was staying there with him. And one night when everything shut down at the ready mix plant, 
we were still there. And he said, hey, you want to try to drive one of these front end loaders? You know, those big they got the big bucket in the front and they they go around, and they pick up the the gravel or whatever that they take over to like mix with with cement to make cement. And I was like, uh, I've never like driven anything in that my life. I'm, awesome. I'm like 10 years old, you know, and he's like, yeah, but this place is like a playground. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's like this place like a play. <clears throat> so he he had me do it. I, I was terrified. I was 10 years old. This machine, when you're 10, this thing is like it's like looking up at a dinosaur. You know yes. what I mean? Like like it's huge. And um, and so I get in the driver's seat and he he explains it to me. He's like, OK, so this is going to make a go forward. This is how you steer it. This is what raises the bucket up. This is what tips the bucket down. And he's like, let's do it. And he's like, drive down in there and and like try to pick something up. And so I drive down in there where the gravel is. And it's like on a on a hill that goes down. And I thought for sure, like the whole machine was going to like tip over. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It just feels like, OK, I'm not straight up and down anymore. This machine is going to tip over with me in it. Terrified. So I'm driving it around and my dad can see I'm starting to get comfortable. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it figured out. And my dad, he just knew I'm going to push him a little bit more. I just want to push him a little bit more. You know what I mean? And he said, pick me up. I'm oh, going to get what? in the bucket. I'm going to get in the bucket and you're going to pick me up. And so he gets in the bucket <clears throat> of this thing and I lift him into the air. And he trusted me at 10 years That's old. That's ridiculous. To not like kill him. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but the reason why I thought of this story is because that moment after. Yes, I was terrified, but it pushed me beyond what I thought I could do. And it was like one of those life lessons that was very important to me. It was like my parents, you know, showing trust and showing that you should push yourself. You know, like if if you want to mature, you should find your limits and and, and then push yourself past them. And yeah. then you might find that you can do things that you didn't think you could do. <clears throat> and uh, it's one of those things that like to this day, I'll I tell the story all the time because I it's just it was so awesome. It was like that life experience. That's incredible. That, that you never forget. And it yes, it was a little reckless, a little dangerous, but like it's a big part of like how I got that like instilled in me to push myself. Yeah. You know, like without that, I don't know if I would have if that would have ever resonated as much as it has. So yeah. like uh, it was, it was crazy. It was that a crazy circles, story. That kind of, that beautifully circles back to a lot of what we've been talking about right. from a growth and a discomfort standpoint. And I wasn't 10, um, but when I was 15 years old and eight months, I, I know that number because back then that's, it took 15 years and seven months to get your driver's permit. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember that. Mm-hmm. And with a permit, you need to have a licensed driver in the car, right? And uh, I was like 15 years old and eight months. And my dad and I were driving to California and I drove to California at, at 15 years old. Right. And, and this is before GPS is that whole thing. Right. And I was very, I was nervous this whole time I'm doing this, but that long drive is pretty easy as long as you just kind of just stay focused. But when you get into California and those crazy freeways, yeah. dude, my, I was going over California freeway overpasses and eating a hamburger at the same time while driving with that crazy traffic at 15. And I was remember being like, I'm very, very, is this what adulthood is? Cause this sucks. I was like, this, <laughs> I am, is this what it is? Just be this frightened all the time. I am super frightened, uh, but I get like, I'm with you. It was like, uh, he pushed me in a, I don't know if he pushed me or if he just wanted to take a nap. It's one of the two, but he pushed <laughs> me to the point to where I was very, very uncomfortable. But by the time I was done with that little trip, I felt like I was like the seasoned driver all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah, isn't that amazing how that happens? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 
makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. And that's just, I don't know. My, my thing is I just don't want to lose it. I think we have a very uh, twisted view of what growing up is. I think mm-hmm. we, we really look at growing up as just constantly facing the music and just constantly being responsible and this. And I just don't, I don't agree. I think, I think growing up being a true grown up is finding that perfect balance of, of, of TCB taking care of business <laughs> and smiling and laughing. And that's yeah. why, like when I do, you know, so for example, like I love to stream, we've talked about this, right? I love to stream, but before I can do my stream, I get up very early and to do, to get after my, my, my mm-hmm. real job. And I make myself a list. I was like, I'm going to earn my stream today. This is, these are the things I've got to get done at work. I'm going to earn my stream yeah. because <clears throat> if I go into my stream and I don't have these things done, that is going in the opposite direction of grown up. That's, that's putting, that's being reckless. That's the reckless right. thing you're talking about. Yeah. So I'm going to go through my list and it's always a huge list. And these are the things I've got to get done today. These are the things I've got to get in motion. I've got to, I've got to do this and execute this and cross these T's and then I'm going to earn my stream. And what does my stream become about? Laughter, smiles, like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. that's, I just want it to be about bringing happiness. And, and what I've learned is that like, I've got a lot of people who are my age or, or older. And in some cases, a lot older than me mm-hmm. who come in for that reason. They come in yeah. for the smiles, for the laughter. And I, that just makes me feel like I've found that sweet spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, and that's what, that's what I want to do. I want to stay in that sweet spot and I want to push that sweet spot of what, what it is to grow up in, a, in the right way. Maybe that's what I'm talking about. Grow up right. Can you imagine the, like the dichotomy between like pre-stream skiz <laughs> working, you know, his tail off to get his checklist done, you know, yeah. juggling family, pets, work yeah everything yeah and then and then like you switch you switch to streamer mode and i've tuned into some of your streams you get pretty silly i do like it's it's yeah you you really go for it and in a in a point that where i'm like i don't know if i'm comfortable enough with myself to um <laughs> be that silly but you do you and uh, <laughs> yeah and but like just imagine being able to put yourself side by side with that like you would recognize it exactly. Yeah. yeah, you 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 almost have this like ability to flip a switch and say, "It's time to go from phase, you know, three. If we're back to the phases you mentioned, yeah. it's time to go from phase three to almost phase one. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're somewhere yeah. in between. But yeah, that's um, it's it's a good thing to be able to do that, right? To be able to. I don't think we should let go of our childhood ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I keep thinking like that that Toys R Us jingle. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Yeah. There's a million toys at Toys R Us that I can play with. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I think you nailed it. From cars to trains to video games. Oh my gosh. That's something. Uh, There's a, there yeah. is. I, I want to know the whole thing now. Not sponsored <laughs> by Toys R Us. I don't even think they're around they're, anymore. They're, they're, they're gone. gone. They're gone. Oh, that is sad. Toys R Us went into phase three. They should have grown up. They, they did. <laughs> they, they did. did. <laughs> now they're yeah. selling. Now they're selling uh, office chairs. Uh, <laughs> probably, dude. Oh, no. oh that's sad. To video games, the only toy store there is. Ah. So what do kids do now? Amazon. Yes. That's not fun. No, that's not. Oh, our poor kids. I know. I don't. Is there toy stores? There's got to be gotta toy be. stores. There's, There's got to be somewhere. Be, but I mean, it's not the same. There's, There's, not toys, the same. There's toy you'd sections. Go, you'd walk in and you'd be able to like touch things and you know mm-hmm. like like they had stuff out they would like actually put the, some toys together and have them on display so you yeah. could like really get a feel of what it's going to be you remember the mascot no it was a, it was a giant giraffe oh oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay yeah yeah, yeah. 
man, we're this okay. This week I, I cut well, no, you that, on. That, that actually brings up a good point because, like, now we're talking about what are what are things that are different. You know, I don't know if we plan on getting into this, but what are things that are different now for our kids than they were for us? And I kind of touched on it, like, oh, back in my day, doing that. Now I'm the old guy. Back yeah. in my day, we used to, <laughs> you know, get out and ride our bikes. Yeah. You know, like that was what I did at that age. You you call your friends up on the telephone that had a wire connected to the wall. You know, and you'd be like, Mom, I'm on the phone. Let's yeah. talk to my friends. And then, yeah. you know, and then you would be like, hey, let's let's meet up. Let's get on, on our bikes and let's go whatever. Let's just go around. Let's go to the park. Let's go do stuff. Let's go to the store. I remember going to the movie theater a lot. There was like a dollar movie theater, yeah. which is amazing back in the day. Yeah. You go to the dollar movie theater. It'd be like movies that had been out for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, we would go do that as, as kids. And uh, now kind of watching how my kids interact like they don't hardly leave the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I left the house every day to be with my friends in person. And now like, even, even when, when they're like, they're on the phones, yeah. even when they're with their friends in yes, person. Yes. And I'm like, I'm like, the funniest story. My, my 10 year old, she's, she's 10 now. She's had a sleepover at her friend's house. She ended up FaceTiming her friend at the sleepover that she was at the sleepover with. I'm like, <laughs> You're in person. Why are you FaceTiming your friend? Like, were you in the same room? What's happening here? Like, <laughs> what is, what is that? that? What is that? Like, like, oh, man, it's like, oh, dude. Okay. We, we're we obviously in a generation now where we're like all addicted to our phones. Yeah. And, and social activity has become different. Like, this is a whole other podcast topic, I think. But, yeah. But like, it's going to be interesting to see how that affects our kids yeah. moving from phase one mm-hmm. to phase two. Like, I almost feel like technology may be pushing them even faster to move. Well, it could, but I, but also to, uh, it is in a certain way to where I, I believe that there is an appearance. There's an illusion of independence, yeah. right? Because there's, the, because I feel like the desire to go get independent is, is less than it yeah. once was. Yeah. Like we, we're, we're seeing it where like, you know, like kids, they don't really want to get their driver's license. I'm yeah. like, dude, I was chomping at the bit, you yeah. know, like how, how do you not want it yesterday? You right. know? And, and I think that there's almost like a less desire to become independent. And there's an illusion of independence because of technology and, and they're, they're wrapped up in their phones and they're seeing things in the world. This is, they're seeing things that we never saw, right. you know, in the world. And again, this is, this has the potential to be another entire topic or whatever, but they're seeing things that we never, never could see. I mean, you know, terrible, awful things, also some great things, but they're seeing some terrible, awful things that we had no access to. Mm -hmm. And I think that it is almost forcing them to believe that they're at a different stage than they actually are. Yeah. You know, and who knows that it's that's now, now, now I'm feeling sad. (laughs) (laughs) Get back to the first phase. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what that leads to, you know, when, when they're expected to, be in that third phase. Yeah. You know what I mean? If there's going to be something that got missed out on and that's where, you know, I try to step in and, and parent the right way so that things aren't missed because mm-hmm. ultimately now that, now that we're in our third phase trying to hang on to our first, <clears throat> you know, ultimately our goal as parents is to prepare our kids to eventually be in the third phase and be successful at providing yes. for their, you know, themselves and your second phase providing for themselves, you know, so we need to prepare them that as, as parents like that's our whole our whole goal and you know the way my parents did it for me i i said you know they they let me have my independence they let me spread my wings and and let me go learn even when it was maybe potentially dangerous 
um, you know, it was, it was a good way for me to learn. Now we do it differently. I think now with our kids, because like you said, we have access to information, way more information, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, the idea of stranger danger now is like, <clears throat> we see it on the news every day or social media every day. And so, yeah, it's leading to a lot of more like hovering, yep. I would say. Right. And yes, we can hover and, and make sure our kids are good and, and, and going to be safe. But, um, you know, you, you want them to pave the road. You don't want to pave the road for them. You know right. what I mean? Yep. And that's what we're, we end up doing. I feel like more often now yeah. is, is like we're, we're ahead of them making sure their path is clear, but guess what? Because now we've, we've cleared their path. They've never experienced what Rocky is. Right. And when they do get to that point to where we aren't around anymore and they experience some rockiness, they won't know how to deal with it. Yeah. So you're right, man. You're, you're absolutely right. And that was so like, you know, I was saying to my son the other day because he's doing very well. He's he's um <clears throat> how old what is he? he's twenty four now and he's doing very very well. I'm very proud of him. He's got his own place now and and he's uh you know he's a he's not just he's in incredible shape. You've seen what he looks like. He looks he's he's like a bodybuilder. He's looks he's in incredible shape. He's a fitness manager. He's doing great things and things are flowing nicely. And so I'm t- I told him and I was said, listen, I'm you got to you're in a good space here. You know what I mean? Just stay the course. You're, you're on, you're on a good path here and, and uh, you're your own man and you're, you're providing for yourself and you're on a good trajectory. And then he, and I said, when, and I told him when things inevitably go South because they're going to, and I said, you cannot let it consume you. You have, you just went when they go South and it's going to happen because that's Mm -hmm. just what life is. You cannot let it consume you. You just have to make it, make a list of what needs to be done to write the ship and then just do that. Yeah. Because I think that, that that generation has a propensity to just sort of wallow when things don't don't go well. Right. Because yeah. like, I think you put it beautifully. We've just smoothed the past, smoothed yeah. the past. And then there's one pebble and they're like, what's that pebble? Yeah. You know, and, I, and I'm like, what do you mean? What is that pebble? This is sometimes things aren't super smooth. Yeah. Go manage it. Right. Just go manage it. Yeah. I, that's part of, I think that's also a huge part of growing up yeah. right there is managing uh, the, 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 the hurdles that are inevitably coming your way. Yeah. Yeah. I was out. You mentioned uh, being out with your friends and everything. And I was, mm-hmm. my wife and I went to the movies the other day and we walked out of the movie and we were walking back to our car and there was three kids, probably around 14, 15 years old, maybe 13. And they all had skateboards and they, there was three kids with skateboards. And I said to my wife, God, I love to see that. Yeah. You don't see that a whole lot anymore. No. Anytime I see kids with skateboards or on their bikes out and about, I just want to just yeah. I just want good, to applaud him. Good for you. Yeah. Get out of the house. Yeah, well keep, done. Yes, keep doing it. I know. It's like, oh, my wife all the time is like, so my oldest now is is a senior in high school. It's just crazy to say. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, I really hope he goes to the prom. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. and he hasn't. He hasn't done any of this social stuff. You know, like, uh, what are the ones they have before prom? They had like, I don't think they do like. There's Sadie like Hawkins homecoming, homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Homecoming. That's a good one. So like she, he didn't go to homecoming, uh, hardly went to like any of the football games or anything like that. And it's like, but I mean, he does have friends, you know, it's not like he's a complete loner, but most of the time his, his activity with his friends are online, you know, playing games online on discord or whatever. And, uh, and so finally he started to get out a little bit, you know, he did get his driver's license so mm. he could drive himself to school and stuff. And so whenever he like walks out of his room and 
and it's like you know friday night or whatever and he just starts to leave without saying anything it's like all new to us you know we're like where are you going but you know but at the same time like we we're like please go but you still have to like tell us where you're going you still need to be home before a certain time and we're still and we're going to track you on our life 360 you know like That's right. But please go out and enjoy your time in person with your friends because I think it's very necessary. Otherwise, I think what's going to happen is like if they don't have that, they're not going to understand how to be social and and communicate properly in in face to face uh, atmospheres, you know, and that's it's going to happen if they need to get a job to support themselves. They're going to sit down in front of an interview Mm -hmm. panel, maybe. And if you don't know how to talk to people face to face. That's good luck. Yeah. Like, but they're going to be also competing against a bunch of people that don't really know how to talk to people face to face. Like it's like as a generation, it's kind of moving in an inch. I don't want to say bad. It's moving in an interesting direction. Yeah. You know, and, and at the same time, they also have skill sets at that age that we don't have. We we, we didn't have, you know, they understand things. They understand. They understand like the world much better because they have access to information but not all that information is yeah that another whole topic that's another yeah a lot of that information yeah yeah i mean they are aware of a lot more than we were aware of we were kind of like able to just like live our lives and and it was it's basically all about us you know what i mean and it's us having a good time and so that's that has changed things but yeah i mean we are spinning off into like a completely different topic that that could potentially be a future podcast if people are interested (laughs) (laughs) but i mean so to kind of get back to reel us back in the the point of of this conversation was to, I think the the bottom line is if you find yourself in that third phase of, you know, having to support and having to, to get the job done, right. To take care of your family, getting to support. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I have to do that. (laughs) Still, still have fun with it. Yeah. Right. Some find ways, find ways to, to still like pull from that childlike being that you were, and you know, don't don't make your cube mate, your cube, your your cube neighbor upset to yeah. the point you might get fired. But um, definitely still try to bring that that energy because it does make life bearable. It makes it bearable. <laughs> it makes it happy. And 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 just understand that we, that you want you actually do want this. I think everybody wants this, and I think we can see that yeah. uh, in the dynamic from a grandparent to a grandchild. Right. Because once, once, you know, the, the, the parent, you go, you grow up, you become a parent, then eventually you, you might become a grandparent. And then you're like, you know what? I don't have to raise my grandchildren. So I'm going to go be a grandchild with them. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that, and I, you see that dynamic, that yeah. interesting, that that's in the parents, you're the parents, you be the parents. I get to be the grandparent. Yeah. I earn this, yeah. you know, and I get to go back. I think that a lot of us want to go back to that kid phase. We want to, we want to be able to just be carefree and, and they got to find that balance. I understand it. But I think that my definition of growing up really is that journey we talked about from being, you know, dependent to independent, to be uh, being a provider, sort of that path. But I think that's just sort of the structural um, journey of growing up when in reality, what your heart is doing is, is completely up to you. Right. Look mm-hmm. at, look at what, like, look at what I just talked about in regards to, I'm going to get all my work done. So I get to stream. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to do all this. So I get to do this, you know, that right. like that, that is, that, that is having that very structured, um, uh, wise approach to not letting go. And there's a reason, like when I hang out with my brothers and I do my goofy stuff, they're like, where does this come from? You know what I mean? Like, what is this? I'm like, I oh, don't know. It's just me. This is what's yeah. what I do. You know, and I'm not letting go of it anytime soon. Good. <laughs> 
We're going to be like uh, grandpas in in nursing homes that are are just. Yeah. You're going to do it then. You're going to. You know, there's no tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. And then everybody kills over right there. But no, I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> no, that's that's. I agree with you. I I like to push the envelope and and I like to do that. And no, I think hopefully you're seeing the side of me like when we're you know 60 or whatever. You know, and that's who knows. Maybe maybe one day I'll just be like, oh, I'm just gonna be grumpy now. But I don't. I don't. No. Think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see you doing that. I'm not gonna let you do that. No, not going to. <laughs> Well, that's, that's me. That's me on my take. And I suppose I, this is, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to end every podcast by issuing a challenge. I'm not going to do that, but I am going no, to, it's not going to become like a staple. No, it doesn't have to podcast. be that way, but I am going to urge people. <laughs> that's another word. Oh, for okay, challenge. Yeah. All right, no challenge this time, but we're going to, we're going to urge you. Yeah. To, please just, I'm just saying, just keep an eye on yourself. That's all I'm saying. Keep an eye on yourself mm. and make sure that you're not, and and this is to the young crowd and and our age and older. Keep an eye on yourself and make sure that you know you're not. There's there's something special about keeping that youth inside you. This yeah. Very. It, it keeps you young. This is. I could say my age right now, but who cares, right? Age is a, is a construct. It's right. just, it's just time just goes and our bodies just get older. But your mind and your heart, you have complete control of that. And just you decide. You decide mm-hmm. where you want to be. And 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 don't do it in a reckless fashion. Again, I feel like I need to keep saying that. <laughs> Don't do it in a reckless fashion, but hang on to that youth. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, what you just said just hit me now is that like, we're actually talking to to both sides of this coin. We're talking to the younger yep. people like, you know, don't try to grow up too fast, you know, because being young is super fun. And I would go back in an instant if I could. Yeah. Um, and if you're older, like, don't feel like you have to be old and miserable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like try to make sure you find time to, to enjoy life, like get, get your responsibilities taken care of and, and then, and then have fun. You know what I mean? Like work before play, you know, that's kind of a, a thing I try to instill in my kids too. You know, like you get home from school, get your homework done and then you can go play video games yeah. or whatever. Right. Like just work before play, get, take care of business and then have fun. Like having fun is important. Yep. So uh, don't let it go. Don't, don't let, let it go. go. Don't let it go. Don't let it go. They Everybody go. have fun. Everybody. <laughs> right now. Just, right now. Just no do challenge. Something. Do something crazy. Do go crazy. <laughs> no, I, that, that's, and that's, that's where we're at. That That's just, it's a, it's a very light topic, but it has the potential to hit a lot harder than, you know what I mean? I think because people, I think that as people age, I think that they d- develop a, a propensity to let go of the things that once brought them pleasure. And, and now mm. there is a, uh, there's a, a degree of truth to the fact that your pleasures shift. They, they can change. Yeah. I'm not going to find the same exact uh, pleasure I had from playing with dominoes when I was a kid. I get that, but you got to have something for yourself. Yeah. Recognize, recognize when you're not doing anything for you, right? That's important. You got to have mm. something. I, mine is at, once a week, every Wednesday I go and I play poker with my brothers. Like poker is like one of like, Maybe my biggest passion, right, is, yeah. is, is playing poker. Once a week, every week, I go and I play poker. It's like, even though the, the streams and all that, I do a lot. I still do some things, but there's 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 some intention there, right? Yeah. Poker is straight up, this is just about right. me. Yeah. You know, this yeah, is you're just not me. there trying to make money. Yeah. You're not there, uh, you know. Trying to grow something. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so for me, what I changed recently, because I realized, I actually realized I was doing nothing. I had nothing. Yeah. Everything I was doing was for some sort of intention. Yes. And uh, I brought my drums in. 
I brought my drums. Uh, they're not here right now because we're in right. that space. But I brought my drums out and I started drumming again. And I'm like, as I'm playing, you know, you start to feel a little guilty. You know, I'm like, oh, I really should be recording a video right now. And I'm like, no, I need this. Yeah. Like, I need I need an outlet yep. that can be not productive, but it just for fun, just for me, just to a, a de-stressor. Because I think over the, the years, like the stress has just been building and building to just always be doing something that's considered productive and not just for myself for fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even like even working out in the morning is is not like just for me, you know, just for fun. There's it's, intention. It, there's there. intention there. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to get healthier, right? I'm trying to lose the weight, um, which is so, great. It's a great thing. It's great, but you're, but you're, you're correct. You're, you, right. you have to separate that. There's their intention is good. It's, you got to have that, but, but you, you, I've always been worried about you with this <laughs> is that you don't do anything just for right. you. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And I, if you think the drums are it, that's great, but it's not lost on me that they're in your studio so that you can probably move it into a stream and still yeah. have some sort of intention behind yeah. it. Right. Uh, if the drums are, and I, I have my drum pad where I, I drum during meetings and stuff just as just to distress. Uh, but you don't do anything just for you. <laughs> Nothing, yeah. bro. And, yeah. and, and it, and it's not my place, but it, but it's always bothered me yeah. because you're, you're for you. My music and air quotes, you're for you is um, just driving and growing and, and becoming mm-hmm. bigger and, and doing that whole thing. And that's all well and good. I, it really, really is. But you don't do anything where you're like, this is literally just about pleasure. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. bro. No, I know. Like I keep seeing people playing games on their phone and stuff. And I'm like, how do they have time to do that? Yeah. Like, I, I need to, I, I, I don't have time. I need to be doing this other thing. You're yeah. making videos or streaming or whatever. And I, and Yeah. I can see you on your phone all the time playing games and my wife the same way. And I'm just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't spend that time. We're, we are doing something. We are doing something today. We're going to go draft our fantasy. We are. Team. Yeah. Yeah. That's for fun. Well, okay. Fair. Yay. That's once a year, dude. It's once a year. I look year. forward to it. I know. It's because it's the only thing you do. I'm going to teach you how to play poker. You're coming with me. All right. That's it. Let's wrap this up. It's been another we, fun we, one. Uh, yeah. This one, this one was cool. Like I, I like that we're allowing ourselves to not stay in a confined lane with the podcast. Yeah. Right. And I, I know that means like sometimes these are going to take different directions that we didn't expect. And, um, and a lot of times we catch ourselves saying, Oh, that could be a future topic yeah. because we could dive into some of these other oh, yeah. things, but they all seem to end up relating in certain ways to help, help us guide, you know, through what we did want to talk about. And this is one of them. I feel like we branched off quite a few times, but also the good part about that is, now I think we just added a couple more things to our list yeah. of uh, potential future topics. And, yeah. you know, we're always looking for feedback as well. So if people have anything specific, I've seen a few comments. People want us to talk about a few things. Um, like I saw parenting was one of the ones that, that came up over and over again. And we talked a little bit about parenting today. So um, we are we are reading comments um, on all the platforms and we appreciate all the five star ratings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys for doing all that. And, and uh, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're, or you're on whatever your favorite podcast platform is, thank you guys for yeah. the support so far. And we've been having super fun with this and we told ourselves we weren't going to stop. Nope. And every week, hopefully it gets better. Yeah. Quality better this week. Maybe hopefully. I think I, every yeah, we're always looking for, uh, in fact, I, 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 I talked about in stream the other day that I texted you uh, let's, let's not stop. Right. right. And, and, and it was, there was, there was, was a text or discord. I don't care. Uh, I texted you or I, it was in discord or whatever. The words let's, let's not stop. Right. And not two seconds went by 
and you roll back never. Like it was yeah. this. And I was like, okay, yeah, we're on the same page. This is yeah. we're on the same page. And and we're gonna this podcast is designed to be a journey. There's so many different things to talk about and there's so many different directions to go, but I am very uh, curious, just like you said, to hear what the audience has to say in regards right. to what is it, where would you like to see this go? Right. You know? Yeah. We're unique. We're, we're unique in a way and, and being unique is probably a good thing, but um, you and I were talking about, about this before we even started today is that like struggle to even identify the category our podcast is yeah. in, right? Because like there is this, a finite list that you have to choose from when you categorize your podcast yep. and really didn't know what to, what to categorize us in. And, and, and part of it is the reason it is we want to keep it open. We want to be able to talk about whatever we want, whenever we want type thing. Yep. And so that we're not going to pick a lane and stay in it. Makes us different. It does. I guess that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. And it, I mean, is there, does it have the potential to hurt us? I, maybe. Maybe. I'm fine with that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Let's just, we pulled the trigger. I, I want to, exactly. Here, so. I want, and you know what, dude, we might discover in the future. No, you know what? We actually want to lock into these rails. This is what we want it to be yeah. about. I don't see us doing that, but it could. What, what's important is that we're open to even that happening. But yeah. for the time being, I don't know. Maybe there's needs to be a category of just called random crap. You know what I mean? Because it's just like two old dudes talking about yes, stuff. Dude, it's, do you remember right. you might one of my favorite shows of all time, Seinfeld? You yeah, know what that show's about nothing, nothing, nothing. It's about nothing. <laughs> like that's, that's that's literally what that that was his pitch. Maybe that was the title of our podcast. We missed out. Impish kids talking about nothing. Talking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a missed opportunity there. All right. That's well, it. your uh, your your not challenge was issued, and uh, yeah, uh, everybody should embrace. Just embrace. Do something for have you. Some, have some fun. Just do something for you. Go on, have some have some fun in the next in the next seventy two hours. No, no seventy two hours. Okay, just okay. Find right. something just for you that's <laughs> pleasure based and it's your thing. Um, and, and just just you got to have something to look forward to. That's that's yeah. the thing. If I don't have something to look forward to, I just feel like I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Here on this rock. Yeah. Have and something, and that's the worst thing you can waste. Yes, is time. time. That's right. Oh, oh that's, let's end on that's that. where we're ending. I want to. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>